Oh my god, hi! Welcome back to Queer Perspective, hosted by your favorite gay lesbian duo, Andrew and Noemi. Woo! <laughs> hi everybody, it's Noemi, just popping in to tell you that this is part two of Patriarchy. If you want to listen to part one, go ahead, it's already posted. And yeah, let's continue with the conversation. The next bullet point, because we have we still have like five or six more to go. Um so beauty standards. That's another aspect of patriarchy and how it affects it. And the way you put it is like beauty standards is women look to men for the beauty standards, and men also look to men for the mm-hmm. beauty standards. Yeah. Um and I think this is like the part of the way that I think about this is like what's it called? The the male gaze. In mm-hmm. like media, and that mm-hmm. has always like been a part of the idea of like how men objectify women in like movies and stuff like that. That it's like mm-hmm. it's what men find attractive mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And even the concept of the female gaze is an inverse of the male gaze, but it's still like the male gaze, but done to a guy or like somebody mm-hmm. that women traditionally would find attractive. Mm, okay. And m- most of that is just perpetuated by like what men think are attractive. Uh, there is a bit of homoeroticism like that. Um, yeah. Uh, that's, like, why in, like, the, I see that a lot in, like, TikToks and stuff like that. And, like, jo- the joke is, is, like, if a guy goes to the gym and gets buff, he's just mm-hmm. gonna get compliments from other guys. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, and even you have admitted, and, like, other women I know have admitted that it's, like, a buff guy isn't necessarily attractive to women. But, yeah. like, as a man, there's just something attractive about a buff man i you know it's hot it's mm. um so (laughs) i was like i could see the wheels turn and you have comments (laughs) yes um okay i mean i was mostly thinking about how you know for a while there was like the rise of like the dad bods and like all the guys Um, that were fit were like oh my god, blah, 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 like, I work out, and, like, he doesn't do anything, and, like, he looks like shit, and, like, those are the people, like, those are the guys that, like, women want, and, like, they were complaining, and, like, that's what I think about, because I'm, like, when you see a guy who's, like, conventionally attractive, like, I'm not saying that, like, there aren't women that aren't, that, like, there aren't women that are attracted to that, but the same could be said for, like, people that aren't, or, like, men that aren't, like, super buff, right? Or like super, um, I mean, like chiseled or the, whatever. In, but that's what's in the gay community. Men. They're called bears, so whatever. Yeah, bears are usually mm. the guys in the dad balls with the hairy bodies. They're usually like mm. big. They're big and beautiful. That could be hot, depending. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's like subset. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like there was. But continue. Yeah, and I think, and I think mostly like my thought process with this um, subject was more that I'm having a hard time knowing what's attractive to women. Like I, I know, I know, um, I know how to present myself within a man space, within a male space Uh to get attention or to look good, quote unquote, or to be like attractive. Uh And, and I understand that very well. I think yes. with women, it's harder because 
naturally when I'm like, when I think about, Ooh, like how should I be to like talk to a woman? Like I naturally want to go for things that are more male or like masculine. And I'm like, that's weird because I don't think that I'm like a super masculine person, but that's where my head goes when I'm like, Ooh, how do I, how do I appeal to like a woman? Do you think that was just learned behavior when it comes to like interactions with women? Like you saw men do it and you're just parroting it. And do you feel like you have to unlearn that? Mm, I mean, probably. I think Mm. it's just, it's just like when I, again, like this goes back to like straight, like romantic comedies or like straight shows. Mm -hmm. Like it's like when you see a guy and he's wearing like, I don't know, a press shirt and it's a button down and like it, it's tucked into like chinos or something and he's wearing like nice pants. Like that's what I think of like what could be like potentially attractive, potentially attractive to a woman. Yeah. And, but you don't really see a lot of, a lot of like women being like pursued for their looks. Like, like you said, like there's a lot of like that, like, I know what the male gaze is and like, I know what triggers it. I don't know what triggers like the female gaze well, like, amongst the women. Gaze, yeah. The female gaze is an infer of like what men think are female are attracted to men, which is like, usually it's like, okay, maybe like a, a gym bro. And then the muscles are showing with the, the thing is like, no, that's what men think are attractive. And I think it's like, you have to really figure like, what is there even a gaze aspect? That's the whole point. Like, that may, I think the idea is like you have to really turn this concept on its head, and it's like, is it something that you look at, or is it something mm-hmm. else? Like men well, are very I, visual, but like, what about what you women? I don't know. I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know, and mm-hmm. I think what's hard is that like when I interact with like with women or like people raise as women that are potentially like non-binary now or something, we'll have conversations where it's like we'll know. Like if what would be what would be like the before foreplay for like a straight couple? Like it would be like looking at each other, like visually assessing. If that's like mm-hmm. the before foreplay for like a straight couple, the before foreplay for like a queer, like um sapphic couple is mm-hmm. is like dissecting every aspect of like their life. So it's like <laughs> so I've I've met so many like um like non-binary people or like women that like i i know their adhd like diagnosis like i know like (laughs) their relationships like with their parents i know that like they think that they're you know they're like a little bit neurodivergent like i'll know their sun moon and rising i'll know Mm -hmm. like their aspirations in life um like stuff like that and but then still that's that's also how i make friends with women like in general so then when I have an interaction like that, like that doesn't really tell me like, oh, this is the precursor to to romantic interest. That's just how I talk to women at night. As far as I can tell, yeah. that's also how like people that have been like socialized as women, that that's how they talk to each other. So now I'm yeah. at a point where I'm like, how can I even know who likes me? And like, I don't know how to figure that out, but I, mean, I can go yeah. somewhere. And there's a guy that likes me, and I know, like, in two seconds. Yeah. I mean, maybe you just have to learn to... Maybe it's just because you're inexperienced. 
But I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, like, I think what's frustrating is that even me as a woman, like, I'm not quite sure what I'm into visually. Okay. (laughs) And because because that's the thing. Maybe you're thinking about the wrong sense. Maybe it's what you hear. Maybe it's what you smell. But I, but I think like it's just historically, historically like speaking, like women haven't had like the the space to figure out what yeah. is truly attractive. So it's not yeah, popular. True. It's not popularized quite yet. You know, a lot of things that like people find attractive now are things that are typically like masculine and typically things that like people expect expect to find um, attractive. Like even when um, lesbian will talk about like studs or like people that are butch, it's still the masculine quote-unquote aspects that are attractive about them uh-huh. some somewhat so i think it's it's at a point where it's like culturally i don't feel that women and like people that have been socialized as women like have figured out what is like the the for sure way of being attractive as like a woman to another woman if that makes sense like for example uh-huh. if you go out if you go out you mm-hmm. have an idea of what you should be or what you should like look like to appeal mm-hmm. to another man. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is that currently right now, I'm not sure or if there is like that popularized way to like appeal to, you know, a mass number of women. I'm basically saying that as a woman, I'm trying to find resources that would help me. <laughs> be like research more... material. <laughs> If you guys know any good research material on how to attract other women, please post it in the Instagram or whatever. <laughs> yeah, please DM us or something like that. For real. Um, because I I'm trying to find like material where it's like, you know, it's not butch women that are saying like, hey, this is like what I do to look attractive for a date. Like, I want it to be so popular as like it's like I can find something for me who's not necessarily a femme woman or like a butch like masculine Mm. woman because i'm kind of like in the middle and i feel like that's where there's a lot of like material missing because i'm like i'll look at people and i'm like but you're super masculine and i don't feel like that's a thing for me but then i'll look at Mm -hmm. super femme like women and i'm like but that's also not really for me either (laughs) i getcha um as a gay man i don't think i could help you in that department (laughs) i'm so sorry <laughs> I I just need like a bunch of women and like people that find women attractive that aren't like men to just DM us on Instagram and say like this is what I find attractive about like women in general and I'll be like yeah. okay that's helpful. Yeah. It is true because it's like there's plenty of material about what men find attractive in both women yeah. and men. Mm-hmm. Um it, it is very obvious. It is ubiquitous. It is part of the culture. It is the patriarchy. It is what high top tier what people care about it's like who cares mm-hmm. what women are attracted to it's what men are attracted to and that's just the yeah where we live in um but yeah it's like what do women find attractive it's like it's always like vague and not well developed mm-hmm. um but maybe it's like we have to you have to completely change your concept of what attraction is when it comes yeah. to it i don't know yeah because it does even seem like that's a very like patriarchal concept of like, you know i mean only is with, it? i don't know I don't know. You know, that's the whole point. When you get into the nitty gritty, it's like, is it patriarchy or is it basic nature? And I'm like, bitch, I don't yeah. know. That's the fucked up part of patriarchy. They make it seem like it's everything. They make True. it seem like it's everything. True. <laughs> it's like everything. Stuff like, it's like regular biology is literally just patriarchal. It's like patriarchy. And it's like, what the fuck? 
And yeah. you're just like, is it? Or are, are they? Or is it the equivalent of like some asshole taking credit of a project they didn't do? <laughs> yeah, which could be the case. And, mm-hmm. You know, that could be a possibility, and it could be like them saying like a this is. I don't know. It could be the sense mm-hmm. of like. Honestly, I don't know. If you guys have any suggestions, call to action, engagement. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts. We're open. We're open to it's like, But this, this is point. like, honestly, my philosophical, philosophical ass is like, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, um, yes. I, I think that what has happened as a result of patriarchy within like dating dynamics is that like, and you know, that Madonna whore complex is that mm-hmm. like, it's so demonized for women to be like, to own their sexual Mm-hmm. proudness let's say that now what i've experienced is that within my relationships like with um women or like people that are socialized as women like it's genuinely hard for me to tell like i'm like is there something here because i can't tell like are you attracted to me i can't tell i don't know do you think it's i don't know how to read do, it it's also like i don't know how to portray it <laughs> Like other women, for like, sure. It's a general issue amongst women that they believe that there's something for sure wrong with being sexually promiscuous or like push, like not pushy, like forward to be forward. I in think sexual. What I think is that like it's not necessarily that like um, women think that like there's a big issue in being sexual. I think now we're at a point where it's like okay, it's not wrong to be sexual, but how do we do it? Like, how do I, like, it's like, I don't know what to, like, it's like for, again, for a guy, like, there's so many, like, there was a time period where I was reading, um, or not reading, but I was watching YouTube videos for, like, um, like, dating tips, like, for men, and, like, there's so Mm. much about, like, you know, in terms of, like, straight couples, like, how you can get around it, or how you can, like, appeal to, like, yeah. yeah, and it's, like, for both sides, like, for both a man and, like, a woman, you know, uh-huh. And and I think like there is some for for like uh, gay guys as well, but I yeah, think like, for women like it feels very few and, and far women? in between. Yeah, it yeah. feels very few and far in between and very subjective. Usually, it's like all the women contact and something goes on, like how to attract women. It's like I'm attracted to women, but I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's always like the yeah. lesbian or the bi girl like dilemma. Like in any it's like gay kind panic, of, like, but social- like perpetually. Yeah, it's forever. Like it's like I it's like I want you to step on my throat, but also I respect you. And I'm like, and I it's don't like, know what to I do don't want to push it. that onto you. And I can't tell it's that like, to you I don't, because it's like, that's I, like sexualizing you. And you know, you're just such a great person. And <laughs> it is like, and again, maybe that goes back to the idea of patriarchy. Do they believe like um, sexualization? Period. Even like, like, do you think that's like PTSD to some degree? That even like the concept of you sexualizing a woman is the after effects of patriarchy and we shouldn't even do that or is that well, like it's not... get over yourself and like just fuck her <laughs> i think it's such a um i okay so i think what matters the most is like uh like do both people feel safe and i think like that's mm. the thing like i i think what i've seen a lot men is that, don't like, care about will... that yeah men don't care like sometimes even sexual encounters especially it's like i don't care sometimes if i'm safe that could be sexy <laughs> At this point, with interacting with men, if I don't have a way for me to get home by myself, it I do not have a way to pay for stuff by myself. I don't interact at all. Like I don't. I just okay. don't go there. Um, I because it's honestly, 
an unsafe, like, quote-unquote situation can turn so badly so fast for women. Uh-huh. Like, statistically, like, speaking, it's so bad. Yeah, I get you. And, honestly, I don't want to die, so. Facts. So, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to find out how I can appeal to women. I've spoken to, like, two of my friends who are, like, also mm-hmm. women, and, like, I've talked to them about, about this, like, how, you know, it's, it's hard to read other women, they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're you're like, not alone. Sure. Yeah, um, but it's like, okay. it takes out, it takes out, like, the sexy in the moment when you're like, hi, I have to tell you this so that you can know, but I do like you, and, like, you're incredibly attractive. Like, I wish there was, like, a more subtle way to, like, do it where it's, like, that is a mood body killer. language. That is a Ooh, mood like, Right? Like it is, even though we like thing. we all talk about like consent and like you want to be honest and building your energy. You don't know how much a mood killer when you have to like. Okay, here are the instructions. I like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you like? It's like it is a mood killer. Like mm-hmm. it takes you out of the moment that you have mm-hmm. to like. Okay, like yo, look in my eyes. I want to fuck yeah. you. <laughs> do but you I, reciprocate? <laughs> but I think also like there are, you know, if if people are not participating in like i guess like verbal consent like you have to be really good at like reading body language yeah i think yeah so and usually men don't the men yeah don't like they that. just don't care they're like oh yeah. we made eye contact for two seconds hello mm-hmm. and like that's it so i don't know still figuring out when yeah. i have results i'll report yes, back please <laughs> report back we'll do a whole episode on just like your findings <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, actually, okay, so then I have preliminary results. Um, I've been told that I have a certain blend of masculine and feminine energy, which apparently Uh is attractive. But I think that was for that one person. I can't really say that's, like, attractive to, like, a whole bunch of people. But, yeah. Yeah, okay. There's just something about, like, androgyny. I think it's, like, since it's, like, so centered about, like, attraction is centered around, like, gender as much as you mm-hmm. don't want to do it. There are aspects of the gender that people find attractive. At least it's like when I know men, like women would say like, oh, they're attracted to either like, like more feminine features or mm-hmm. more masculine features. So it's like being a, having a blend of both seems like mm-hmm. a, a safe pick. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. You know, it's like that with like gay men too. Like sometimes like the butch, Gay men do like the 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 pillow princesses and stuff like that. The mm, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they're attracted to men, but there's they're attracted to like feminine men. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. Anyways, so okay, I guess we're moving um, on to the next point because we talked about women enough, and we're gonna now talk about men. <laughs> so the next one is like tight guy friend groups, uh, and they were best friends or they were roommates. And that kind of concept. And I think it's like you talked a lot about like the feminine or females mm-hmm. aspect in regards to this and how to deal with it like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk about like guys mm-hmm. and how like since it's like not even since it's like it's hard to figure out like um, for women, it's always like difficult to figure out like, OK, do they like me or not? Because it's like we don't know how to talk to each other with guys. Mm-hmm. It is like frustrating because i see okay so i hang out with like straight guys i do mm-hmm. um and sometimes there is the and i'm not gonna say anything 
but I'm a gay man. I could pick up cues. It's kind of obvious sometimes when, like, straight guys are not that straight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the point I want to make is, like, the patriarchy always has this sense of, like, this, this toxic masculinity of this highest ideal male they have to be in any kind. And, like, the farther you away, go away from that god-like ideal of being the alpha male or whatever, the mm-hmm. more ridicule you get as a guy. And, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I see that in, like, tight friend groups that there is this concept of being, like, comfortable in your sexuality, that they would say. Like, they're okay to be physically intimate with each other, mm. like, hugs and snuggles and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And, like, they'll mm. say, like, we're not gay, and I'm, like... We're just not insecure. <laughs> and that's, that's, like, the BS that I see. And I'm not saying that you guys are gay. Maybe a little bi. Like, and I think it's, like, is it... And, my ment- and the thing I want to say is, like, is it wrong for two straight guys to, like, snuggle or, like, show that kind of affection with me? And I'm, like... Well, if we didn't live in a society that looked down upon same-sex attraction, would that really be a question? Would you not, like, would that be an issue? Um, Well, I think, um, I saw something, this might be completely, like, not accurate, but I think, um, I don't know if I'm remembering the country right, but I think in certain other countries where they don't have that much, like, the toxic masculinity isn't as, like, um, or the the homophobia for, like, uh, male gay relationships isn't that bad it's normal for men to like hug each other and to like kiss each other and like for example if we're talking about like european countries like that's a popular thing and nobody's like pointing like when you kiss your other bro as a bro like nobody points at you and they're like haha like that's so gay blah blah blah. like that's just another way of saying hi so i mean i don't think it's necessarily wrong but i think i think what it is is that like the way I see it is that sometimes when I see men interact this way, while knowing the homophobic like climate that this country is like perpetually simmering in, when I see yeah. them still do that, I'm like, what exactly is pushing you to do that? Because that's not the cultural norm. Like, if you go to Europe and it's like it's normal for you to kiss your bro as a bro, it makes yeah, sense why you're the doing that. The cheek or something like that. Yeah, yeah it common. makes it makes sense for you to do that. But then I'm like, I'm like, we're in America. Like, people will call you gay for like anything. People so, will, like, like, literally, people call you gay if you, like, wear, like, pastels or something like that. Literally, though? <laughs> yeah, it is, like, God forbid. Um, and I think my opinion on this concept mm-hmm. is, like, because I've seen documentaries and stuff like that, that there are mm-hmm. cultures where it's, like, same-sex, like, homosexuality. Like, I think I saw one about, like, homosexuality and transgender, like, cultures throughout the world and I think it was like I think an Indian culture that mm-hmm. it's like kind of common practices like before getting married you would like mm. hook up with a friend or something a male mm-hmm. friend male on male like that's part I don't I'm not 100% sure but mm-hmm. that was part of like the thing and like in history that was kind of common practices it was like mm-hmm. you know like Greek culture is known for that shit like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that the soldiers would hook up with each other and yeah. sometimes male-dominated cultures, too, or male-dominated centers, like, prisons and the army, mm-hmm. same-sex shit happens there, too. Um, yeah. And the point I'm trying to get is, like, it's not as clear-cut as, like, paid the patriarchy and toxic masculinity do it. If that was not on the table, I think same-sex attraction between men 
and like bi men would be more common or like more you know like just a thing that happens um but, but i think because yeah um no finish your thought i was like but since they're so afraid of being labeled a gay um mm-hmm. there's that whole thing of like they either have to like do not touch me bro because i don't play that game or mm-hmm. um i'm comfortable in my masculinity because you know your sexual attraction has something to do with your masculinity even though i know gay men who are super fucking masculine um, but I think, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So what I'm, what I'm thinking about now is like yeah. on one side from, let's call it like the straight gays, right? When people mm-hmm. like straight people will like see something and then, or straight enforcers, I should, I should say straight enforcers will like see something like kind of gay and they're like, bro, that's so gay. Like, why are you doing that? It's but then there's sus, also bro. like, <laughs> Yeah. But then there's also, like, the other side where it's, like, it's queer people that are, like... But I, th- I think it comes from, like, a place of, like, oh, my God, is that another one of us? Like, are you... Mm? And, yeah, I know. But it's still, like, that same kind of, like, feeling of, like, oh, that's kind of... That's kind of not straight. Like, what are you doing there, like, bucko? Um, but, like, not in, like, a... Not in, like, a attacking way, but more so, like, still trying to figure out, like, where does that person lie? And I find that for lack of a better term, like I'll, I'll say like interesting. Um, Cause I was talking to, so I was talking to a guy like recently and he told me he was queer adjacent. Like he's not 100% like straight, but like, it's not, he's not at a place where it's like, he has like experience where he's not 100% like sure that he could say like, Oh, I'm for sure queer. Right. So when somebody, when somebody like tells you something like that um, and it's obvious that like they lie within like, one of the gray areas of the spectrum rather than like in a specific letter of like the LGBT, let's say that's when it makes more sense. When you look at like certain like male groups that are like, let's say like all over each other, like very touchy or, um, or just like any kind of circle where they're like still touchy, but it's not, but they're all, they all still like identify as like mostly straight or like Mm -hmm. partake in like straight relationships. What do you think? Um, repeat your last point again. Let me see. I think, so I think, I think, um, the original perspective that I had when I was adding that bullet point about like tight friend groups, tight guy friend groups that are like touchy and stuff like that is that, you know, they're partaking in some kind of homoerotic, like, uh, action, right. And being super Uh touchy and like super like in love with their bros, let's say. But then uh-huh. because I spoke with that guy, like that other guy, like really recently. And he was saying that like, he's queer adjacent, not necessarily like fully straight, but he has mostly been in like straight relationships. And he wouldn't necessarily s- say that he's like super queer because he hadn't, hadn't have like, hadn't had like either a realization or like an experience that like confirmed it for sure. Taking that into consideration, I think it makes sense that there are some circles of like guys or of just people that it seems like they're not okay. fully straight. Okay, okay. But I what you're to yeah, say. yeah. It's like the idea, like I generally think, and I think you brought up a point a while ago, is like I think there's a lot more bi people than society yeah. lets on. And mm-hmm. I think the I my personal opinion of this whole like topic is that I do believe that um if 
being gay, like literally being labeled gay is not so Mm -hmm. stigmatized because it's like when you're privileged, Mm -hmm. like so many straight men are, and they Mm -hmm. understand that being labeled gay could revoke their privilege. Mm-hmm. they are willing to and it could be like any kind and especially since it's like almost like cutthroat to for some people sometimes it's not like depending mm-hmm. on how tight the friend group they're like like my like i know straight friend groups that are like they'll send dick pics to each other and i'm like that's dumb yeah <laughs> Just, I yeah I, I mean like yeah i've never I done mean, that with any of my friends like i don't <laughs> it's like some guys some straight guy groups do that because it's like Again, they but isn't put that it a way to measure? Like, isn't that a way to like measure like who's like the big macho man of like the group or whatever? You could do that. It's like there are so many layers to that. They like say yeah. they're comfortable in their masculinity, quote unquote. Um, it could be because it's like they're putting it's a joke because you're fucking with your bro because you're sending a dick and they don't want to see a dick. In reality, and like the mm-hmm. subtext of all this whole situation, they are. They are like think, testing the waters. Let's be honest. You don't send a dick pic mm. if you're not sending a test testing waters. You don't snuggle with somebody unless you're testing the waters. Um, I've known of like I think um, other friends that it's like you know in conversation passing would just say like yeah like some other that like a friend of a friend would admit that there may be something and they've tested mm-hmm. it out something or they've been with a guy or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's always this like hush hush de did because in the end of the day, family would not accept them. They'll lose their privilege. Mm-hmm. They prefer mm-hmm. women, but they're curious of men. Um, but you know, even in that quote unquote like preference, like I think I think when people say like preference, it's bundled up in like so many, so many other things. Yeah. Like, you know, for a while like I had preference for like men, but it's like yeah. it's like that preference of like social approval like i know where i am in terms of like social approval social yeah, standing sometimes the preference um, is like i, I don't want to be ostracized by my peers i know that yeah. i'm safe i know that i yeah. am behaving normally i know that i'm approved by like my parents my family my friends um i don't have to come into question i don't have to question like how good of a person i am when i'm involved in this relationship because like people will demonize um queer people so there are so many layers to like that preference bit but yeah, I, I can see that happening. I, I think it's like in the beginning of this podcast, this episode, it's like we talk mostly about like the suffering of like women in a patriarchal society. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm, is probably mm-hmm. like one of the biggest example of how men yeah. suffer in the patriarchal society. Yeah. That there's only one proper way for a man to fall in love. Similar to like. And that's. Yeah. And it's always got to be like with a woman and you have to be in charge. But it's like there are so many examples where it's like obviously the love of their life is like their bro or something like that. Like genuinely. Mm-hmm. They could probably yeah. fall in love with that. No, person. dude, but like I remember as a kid, or like not, I wouldn't say as a kid, but like as a teenager, and like even still like growing up into like late teens, I would mm-hmm. see how a guy is interacting like with his best friend, and I wanted to interact with a guy that way because yeah. like it was the most genuine, the most like you like it was like that kind of relationship. Like you don't need to say to your bro like, "Hey, bro, I love you." Your bro just knows. It's that oh, yeah. kind of feeling. You know, it's like it's it's laced in like every interaction that you have with like the other the other person. And it's like on the outside, it seems like such a genuine like that's, you know, like when a guy is like hanging out like with his best friend, like with his guy best friend, like that's the most that I've seen, like some of the male people that have been like in my life, like that's the happiest I've ever seen them. And I'm like, yeah. I want to have I want to be able to interact that with you in that like- way. 
the cutest couples that I could literally. See. I mean, is like like two men who are like who are into each other is the uh-huh. cutest shit ever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like peak like gay goals is always just like two guys, like two bros that are just snuggling. Like I think mm-hmm. I think I saw like there's that TikTok or something like this is my boyfriend whatever and my boyfriend's boyfriend and something like that and they always show like a girl with her boyfriend snuggling with some guy. And I'm always yeah. just like, honey, who's going to tell her? But the, the, and it's like a lot of people. And I think it's like another point that I want to point out is like they always say like the comments always say like it's not gay or it's like what's wrong with guys showing affection. It's like, you know, they're not doing anything sexual. They're just hugging. Why you have to think? And again, I think it goes back to like this Madonna whore complex. It's like the fact that it's like it. If they were doing something sexual, it would be considered unpure. It would be considered gay. It would be considered bad. And then mm-hmm. as a gay man, whenever I hear those comments, I just feel like there is so much more if you're willing to, like, not let your own prejudice get in the way. There's so much happiness that, sorry, yeah. like a certain part, percentage of the populace, both men and women, but, like, in this perspective, men, if they didn't mm-hmm. let their own prejudice and their own fears of their own mm-hmm. losing their privilege, mm-hmm. that... If they did it, I think it's like we could be in a better like like there'll be a lot less assholes out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think um you kind of touched on this like uh like a couple minutes ago, but um you know we we have been talking about like the patriarchy in terms of like ooh what it does like to to women and like um mm-hmm. not necessarily like what it does to men but like to everybody else, right? But I think like that's the part that I don't that like is frustrating to me because like people or like not people men will make fun of like women that are about like feminism or that support Uh like that are anti-patriarchal and it's like it benefits them too it's like yes all of the ways that like men are not allowed to be like vulnerable or are not allowed to exist in like the gray areas of of life or like of the even of like a sexuality spectrum or they're not allowed to just be like who they are and like you know, that that idea that a, a proper man is, like, the one who is, like, the alpha male and, like, dominates and is, like, super fit and, like, is, like, rich as fuck and, like, all those things. Like, all of that goes away in a society that is not patriarchal. And, mm-hmm. like, that's the frustrating part because, like, guys will guys will complain about, like, women that are, like, into, like, feminism and, like, um, that are anti-patriarchal. But then still mm-hmm. around and, like, um, turn around and, like, complain about, like, all the things that are... Um, that they have to all the ways that they have to perform within yeah, the patriarchy the, yeah when the yeah. patriarchy was like they'll bitch about like women should be in their roles but they'll bitch about their own role and how like how either like they're supposed to be the providers quote-unquote or yeah. how emasculated they are because the yeah. society itself doesn't necessarily grant you the mm-hmm. provider role the shriek heads yeah yeah you, they're not gonna and it's just like the thing is like they feel like i have a friend Who's mm-hmm. straight? <laughs> yeah, but straight with the question mark in parentheses. Yeah, question mark parentheses. It's like, mm. uh, but there is he does like fall into that whole like you know if the patriarchy wasn't a thing he would be better because it's like he recently lost his job and mm-hmm. he's so depressed about it because it's like whole concept of like his work success was in like, yeah yeah was in that uh, mm-hmm. he was always somebody like a typical dude guy guy like like doing mm-hmm. like that kind of shit 
but he just felt like he just fell to pieces when that happened mm. because it's like his worth was so developed about it and like feminism is that's the whole thing like feminism does have like an escape for or way like for everybody else but straight men but it's like is there like does feminism have like a thing for like hey guys stop cheer up bucko there's a I think- we got a thing for you <laughs> I mean, I think there's, um, I I can't speak across, like, the whole feminism movement because I do think that, like, there are certain, um, like, people take the word feminism and, like, the movement feminism as, like, a a face value thing and, and, like, they're, Uh like, ooh, like, it's anti-power and it's, like, you know, women rise to the top and stuff like that. But I think, like, down to the core of it, like, feminism just talks about, like, not, I mean, I think about it, like, being, like, your authentic self or, like, being open um and like of course allowing feminine traits you know like uh or traditionally feminine traits like you know empathy being like emotional being Uh like um having like good interpersonal relationships um things like being nice um being like a a strong member of like a community like things like that like it rises um it's meant to really emphasize like those kinds of traits that like people generally like uh, cast aside and I find that if you take it from the traits aspect rather than like, oh, it's trying to uplift women, then there is a space for like men, right? Because it's like the uh-huh. more it's accepted. So let's say like, you know, the more it's accepted that like, um, this is kind of pushing like a stereotype, but let's say like, you know, there there becomes a time where like the world is more accepting um, of like, yes, women can tend to be like emotional, let's say, right? I'm not saying that I actually believe that, but it's like, if there was a world where it's like there was no stigma attached to that or no stigma attached with like uh, being feminine or being like flowery or being Uh weak, that spreads to other people. That doesn't just stay within the box just to women. Like, it's not like, oh, women are like, it's okay for like women to be like, um, you know, not strong, but it's like guys have to be strong. You know, like it's going to spread out. Yeah. Yeah. So I do, I do think there's a place but I think, again, my my view is that, honestly, if men wanted to be better for themselves, then it's, like, make a movement. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's always it's always up to, like, people that are marginalized to, like, and then the straight men are, well, like, riding on the coattails of that. It, okay. I think we've got to backwards because it's like the movement of the men and like the straight men that's the whole point why it's always the marginalized people doing the movements because if we were going to leave it to the status quo we wouldn't have any progress or something like that it's like saying like and this thing that like straight men are on the curtails of like uh the minorities or something like that i personally think it's like um i don't think it's true i don't know like what my, I okay yeah. let me further explain right yeah so I agree with like your point where it's like you know if it wasn't done by like um marginalized like the, basically the issue it, it is was, is like the straight yeah. people set this rule they they set the game monopoly and they're like fuck but monopoly I, let's play something else <laughs> but I I understand that but even within that system what I'm trying to say is that like, it's not like it's all men that are profiting off of that system and that are like, Oh yeah, we love the patriarchy and like, we love everything that it upholds and like um, perpetuates and stuff like that. And like, that's our system. And like, that's what we want. 
there are a lot of men all the time that are complaining about that. And like, that's no, what is. I mean. It's like, it's like, yes, there's a group of men that like are still trying to like perpetuate the patriarchy. But then even within that, like, I see a lot of other men that are like complaining about like, again, they're not able to be vulnerable. They're not able to like, um, exist as just people. Like they always have to be like successful or like super fair or like super blah, blah, blah to be like the, the right kind of man. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, even within the group of man, men, like if there's a smaller or like a section of men that like don't appreciate the certain climate that's like going on, it's like they could potentially do their own thing. And like, I think like that's why it looks silly on like, um, that's why it looks silly like on the side of women that are like doing things that, um, you know, boost like uh, movements like feminism and like being anti-patriarchal because it benefits those same people. But it's like mm. men will resist joining those movements with their whole heart or make their own movements with the same kind of like values because again, like feminism is seen as like a bad thing and like whatever. Okay. So that's that's what I mean. Like I've seen that so, before. I've seen like like sometimes like straight guys would talk about like feminism as some sort of like inherent man hating thing. Um, my view on feminism it is a political movement to some degree. And it is, but what's not political? What's not political? Everything's political. What's that's that's what I mean. Patriarchy is political. People will say like X Y Z is political, and I'm like, what's not political? Everything is political. This podcast is political. I'm wearing a hat (laughs) that has a fucking rainbow heart on it. That's political. You can't Mm -hmm. tell me that nobody like this will not enrage my neighbors or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Or people will vote against. Like that Mm -hmm. is an inherent aspect on this whole thing with. And yes, I understand it's political. Feminism to me is, and I know it's like, it may not be, at least now, not to like uplift women, but I also kind of mm-hmm. see it as like um, a very, like a flag, a uh, broad term for like the kind of revolution that's kind of going on of like, because generally the ultimate goal of any kind of revolution is to replace the power that be with what they think is better. And even mm-hmm. though I think it's like, yes, men who don't agree with the patriarchy should have their own movement for the sake of like the patriarchy to be replaced. Yeah. It would have to be marginalized people or women period to replace them. And that's but I the kind of like, yeah. But I, I think like my perspective is more so when I say Like when I when I say you know a group of men can have like their their own movement kind of thing because it's like whenever that happens like, online it's all so cringy like true. the men's movement like oh I oh, know no this feed is oh no these people are so gross <laughs> I think it's, it's like sad. <laughs> I I imagine it more as like you know more men being like okay so like. This is this is how I imagine it, right? So let's say yeah. I'm like a guy and then I can't like emotionally connect to like guys or something like that. Then I think naturally I would be like, okay, who else can I relate to? Or like who else can like like accept me the way that I am, or like who else is like open arms, right? And um I think like I I forget who like said this, but it's like it's the situation of like um, you know, a lot of like there's this one YouTuber that I watch. She's like a, a mixed YouTuber and stuff like that. But then she was saying that like most of her platform on YouTube are like black women that are like empowering her and like uplifting her. And like, it's stuff like that. Like, that's what I mean. It's like, 
it's kind of like, okay, you don't find a place with like other guys. It's not your place to look at like other marginalized groups that are like maybe enforcing the same things that like your guy like circles are like also enforcing and then pointing fingers and like saying that like, oh, but women also do this and like men are also doing this. It's like, just find a better place or like a movement that you can like support or like maybe like start your own or something like that. Like, that's what I mean. But, yeah. um, but I, I mean, and this goes like, and then the other thought that I had was like, it goes back to more like group dynamics, but then I don't, I don't know that like, it's necessarily, it would necessarily be like a good thing if like we went from like a matriarchal society to, from like a patriarchal to like a matriarchal. Yeah, matriarchal. No, I don't because, I, I agree. No. Because it's still, it would still, it would still be that same thing of like, you know, because there is an aspect of like feminism where like people genuinely hate men, like genuinely. Yeah. Um, the the well, misandry but, of it all. Yeah, that's more like misandry, but there is an aspect of like feminism where people are like, oh, like you're with a guy barf. Like that's why, that's why like there's that whole thing where it's like you'll see queer people like dating men and you're like, oh my God, that's kind of disgusting of you. Like it's like, that's what it I is. I mean, I make that joke you know? and I make that joke with you. It's like, I saw this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mean, it's funny. But exactly, I do agree, because it's not like, at the end of the day. If you do fall in love with a man, yeah, God forbid, I will love you regardless. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, fall in love I don't with know a man. if I would. I don't I know if I would have that self acceptance for myself. Honestly, at this point, like, I, I think it's like part of me is like, if you fall in love with a man before I do, <sighs> that's testing our friendship. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Andrew, that's like your inert, um, competitive, masculine self that's like coming yeah. out. It's not a competition. <laughs> Maybe it should be. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if I could fall for a guy. If I'm yeah, being honest, I, I don't know that. if I could fall for a guy. I get that. Um, <laughs> and it's okay. So, yeah. Um, this has been interesting. We still have yeah. talking points. Um, do you want to? continue with those actually okay mm -hmm. so and the thing is it's like that so interesting this is literally hitting two hours yeah <laughs> we probably should end this soon so on a lighter note instead of talking about politics and stuff like that or at least like feminism and how, mm -hmm. like, men are really repressed in the patriarchal roles because they can't express mm -hmm. themselves and they can't fully love each other and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the last point <laughs> that you put, and I feel like this is a good send-off, is that you put, peg the patriarchy. Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, there was another point, but it's like... Eh, yeah. It's, it's not... I, I think we'll touch on it, like, in probably, like, another episode or something. Yeah. Honestly. But, like, okay. Yeah. So let's end on the the, uh, the the peg the patriarchy. Um, controversy, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, is it a controversy? I, I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to summarize time, by, what is By the time about? we release this episode, it's like, not going to be, be like, anything what? at all. It wouldn't be anything like, at all. That was, like, two months ago. Why are you talking yeah, about like, this? Yeah, like, why now? are they doing... Like, yeah. At the moment, uh, it was a thing. Uh, do you want to okay. explain what it is? So I'll explain the context. So Peg the Patriarchy is a slogan that Cara Delevingne, I think that's her, that's how you pronounce her last name, but Cara Delevingne uh -huh. uh, had Peg the Patriarchy on a vest that she, that she wore to the Met Gala. And I saw there was a, there's a creator that I follow on Instagram 
and he was talking about it for like a couple days like he was kind of saying like i don't get it and like it kind of talks about like like he was basically saying that like the saying peg the patriarchy is inherently like violent homophobic and and just uses the same tools like it's the subtext of peg the patriarchy is that it's it's trying to use like the same tools that people condemn about the patriarchy to take down the patriarchy uh-huh. And that was, like, his general critique. Then, um, of course, I interacted with it because I didn't have anything to do that day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored, and I had just woken up, and I was like, why not? Um, so I ended up talking to that guy for, like, a while. Um, but I also brought the conversation to you. So I'll tell yes. you what ended up happening or what was my point in the conversation that I that I had with the guy. So I was basically saying that um it's like yes you know it's not at a glance like it's not the best saying but at the same time like i think you know because he was he was trying to say that like peg is replacing the word fuck and that when he thinks about the word fuck like he thinks about like demolishing or like destroying and it's inherently like violent and then he was saying that like for something that like people are trying to empower and people are trying to get less shameful about tying it to a violent meaning is not necessarily the best thing but then my thought was that this is like a new word and this is like a new saying so with any new word or any new saying or anytime you you take a word that has like a standard meaning and then you try to use it in a different context people are going to be like well doesn't that word mean xyz and like why are you using it in that context and blah 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 but honestly like as a queer person like yeah, it's not the best saying in the world, but I get what it's trying to say. And yeah. like, yeah, peg the patriarchy, like, or peg, like, as a word has a different established meaning right now. But it's not hard to imagine a future where like peg could potentially mean something different that's not like inherently sexual. The same way that like fuck can be used in like different contexts. It's like fuck can be used in like a sexual context or in a context that's not sexual at all. So I don't know. But then at the same time, I was telling him, like, I was like, okay, like, is there really, is there really like a benefit in having a slogan that gets people talking and then nitpicking at it and being like, oh, this isn't the best way to to represent this or like to say X, Y, Z or blah, blah, blah. Because if let's say like Peg the Patriarchy was like worded in a more correct way, he would have never made that video. I would have yeah. never interacted with it. I would have never talked to you about it. And then we would have uh-huh. never had like a podcast, like a section of about it. So at the end of the day, like, I don't know if it's that bad of a thing that like some slogans for certain movements aren't like worded perfectly because at least there's like a slogan out there rather than just silence because like we're constantly re-editing, like what's our slogan? What are we trying to say? Like, how are we trying to like, what's the perfect way of like representing our movement or, or whatever? yeah that's what i think um my thoughts i kind of like it i like the alliteration um (laughs) like like, um peg the patriarchy i get what they're trying to say Mm -hmm. um as somebody who as we spent like literally two hours shitting on the patriarchy pegging it is literally yeah (laughs) yeah um I understand the it, it's put straight and to the point. And I think the argument that the guy was making was um, a little weak 
to be honest, this whole thing mm-hmm. is they using the appropriate words. Um, and it's like, and I, the, my argument to you is like, it, the statement is just saying like, fuck the fuckers. Um, mm-hmm. you know, screw is like a shit on the assholes. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of mentality. And I personally have no qualm or no, like, yeah, that's the whole point of it. Like patriarchy as a whole is a concept. It's not a person. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fuck mm-hmm. patriarchy. Pegging mm-hmm. is like we t- discussed pegging is like when a woman fucks a guy with a strap mm-hmm. on or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's an inherently mm-hmm. straight process and stuff like that. That is deemed yeah. very homosexual. It's deemed very gay by the patriarchy because anal sex. Yeah. Like another reiteration, the Madonna whore, any kind of sexual deviancy or sexual, that ain't deviancy, like sexual deviation. Like if it's mm-hmm. not like vag- penis and vagina, anything else is considered mm-hmm. deviant. And deviant mm-hmm. is considered gay. Gay is mm-hmm. considered wrong. So mm-hmm. all that kind of bullshit. Like, that long-last fucking logic, that, like, fucking avalanche of bullshit, is like, yeah. you know, well, then get fucking pegged, you asshole. I get it. <laughs> I get it. And the yeah. thing is, is, like, my view, and I'll, I'll look it up, and um, my view of this whole thing, and I found this, like, during COVID, mm-hmm. um, is the tolerance uh paradox let me see who's the guy that actually coined this thing mm-hmm. carl popper um was the 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 because a truly tar- tolerable society is paradoxical because if you tolerate everything you will tolerate the worst of things you will tolerate murder mm-hmm. you will tolerate mm-hmm. genocide all, all horrible things um mm-hmm. so and it so that's always like like assholes usually ass- attack on tolerable and nice people is usually that whole sense of like you know uh you're supposed to be nice why aren't you tolerating this bullshit it's like literally it's like and somebody saying like why are you being so mean to the turd that smells like shit like god aren't you supposed to be all loving I'm like fuck off that's why the to- the the most tolerable of a society can be is that the only thing that you can intolerate is intolerance. So something like patriarchy, which we've been talking for two hours, is mm-hmm. just sort of, basis is intolerance to almost anything that does not subvert men. And because it's so antiquated, it like, you know, it even fucks over men. Yeah, I would like, say it like, excludes yeah. basically everything. I, I definitely agree with the saying, go get fucked in the ass. I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think... That, I, like, it's like, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. No, like, I, like I, I think a point that, like, he also he also missed is that, like, it's, it's more like the association of something that the patriarchy obviously doesn't tolerate. Like, it's, it's associating the patriarchy with something that it doesn't tolerate. And yeah, that's exactly. the point of the slogan. Like, that's the thing that people are supposed to get. And that's why... I mean, I don't know. Like, that's why there's some, like, with with a saying, like, peg the patriarchy, like, I'm kind of like, okay. Like, there, you know, people can have multiple points and all of them can be valid. But at the end, like, I think it's still doing what it needs to be, yeah. what it what it needs to be doing. Where it's like, it's starting conversations and then also it's associating the patriarchy with something it so despises. Yeah, it does. It's like, I, I do agree. So, yeah. yeah. Peg the patriarchy. 
Tag the patriarchy. <laughs> um, this episode has literally passed to though there's gonna be a lot of editing because your cat yeah. decided to be a guest. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can like cut out like 30 minutes or something. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, we're gonna end it on that when it regards to patriarchy. Any last thoughts? No thoughts. Oh yeah, Head I'm empty. tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so I think that's it for us. Uh, our yes. next episode, though, I feel like our next episode might come out before this one, which is about parents. Where oh, we're, I yeah. I reference like our last episode as the. It's gonna be out of order, and that's gonna be okay. Okay, that's fine. Okay. There's like it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. The last episode was the, that we recorded before this one. If you need reference. If you want to figure out, like, the timeline of the Noemi-Andrew, like, multiverse. <laughs> the next episode we're recording is Parents. The previous one mm-hmm. we recorded was... Um, other other uh, where, people. Where the gays at. Where the other gays are. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. other queers. Um, mm-hmm. So the ones we're referring to were the queer, were, were the other queers episode. So if you're mm-hmm. kind of like, what are they talking about? The parent, like, that's what we mean. Love you. Yeah. Whatever. So, see you guys next time. We love to see you. Or any kind of engagement. There's, like, plenty of questions. We don't have to, it's two hours long. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you are a listener, hi. Um, hi. If you have any thoughts, you can DM us on Instagram. Or you can leave, like, a comment. And we don't have that many comments, so we'll definitely see it. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so... Bye. 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 (laughs) Thanks for listening to Queer Perspective. We'd love some feedback, so please leave some reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. See you next time.